Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 18th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. It's uh, it's early on a Tuesday. We're uh, getting this recording done. I played golf this morning. This It's a great day. It's 80 degrees oh, how was, here. How was the golf? Oh, 80. Good. That's fantastic. I like uh, that. Golf was, uh, how was the phenomenal. Golf? I, you know, right. I, I really, I impressed myself today. I didn't think I had had what I had today oh. anywhere. I didn't know it existed still. So, are you are you mid am qualifying? Is that all gone? Maybe can you do a last minute entry, or is that all done? I know it's been going on recently. Is it all? Maybe, maybe throw your hat in the ring. Try to make it back. Are you too washed up at this point? It's over. It's it's a it's a it's something I look forward to. Hopefully, future in life and and look back on as a past part of my life. It's a big week for the mid M life, right? The qualifying, you got the Anderson thing at the Wayne Foot Picard Cup. I got a shout out back at home, Canterbury. The big, big. You know, we gotta give the cocktail circuit occasional, uh, a, you know, dap, especially with no mid M last week. I, I know a lot of those guys are out there qualifying, or last year I should say, canceled because of COVID. But yeah, mid M, mid M, such a cool tournament. It's uh, yeah. You know, you get yep. it's 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 every mid am's opportunity to com- compete against a bunch of reinstated pros. I have a lot. Uh, I'm going to hold off. We should pump the uh, rocket bucket, which is going on. It is live right now. Will Knights had a few, you know, cheeky uh, categories. It is our answer to the Courier Cup. It's not quite as nice as a cup. It's inaugural first and only rocket bucket, but the prizes. You know, it's not fifteen million for first, but it's it's a full hitting net, a turf mat. It's like the portable driving range. They're top of the line golf equipment. Second prize is similar, maybe not as top of the line, or I don't know, less balls. It's, and then third is is also a full portable driving range. So it, well, you know, it's not the if, graduated fifteen million of a, but it, it's a pretty honorable prize in my opinion. I'd have to say that everybody wins that signs up because everybody will get a discount. That's true. That is true. It's kind of like the tour, like the guys who don't make the playoffs get a bonus payout. Yeah. The 126 to 150 get part of that 60 million bonus pool. If you sign up, you will also get a discount code once the whole rocket bucket is over. I, there's something about like Baker Mayfield and Justin Fields combined yardage on this weekend. So, you know, it's, it's not all golf hardcore stuff. Will the Statue of Liberty or the Skyline be showing? But anyways, that is live. It's on our Instagram That's page. That's true. We're going to have tweeted. to do our, our Bears-Browns preview <clears throat> episode in the near future. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, pretty soon. Maybe the week after Labor Day. We can do that. So, um, All right, let's get to it. Our schedule for the week. Uh, starting with, eh, should we start LPGA? Probably. It's the major championship. The AIG Women's Open. Uh, I thought it was the Women's British Open, quite honestly. I thought that the official title was Women's British Open. But maybe they're now rebranding that one to Women's Open. That is Thursday to Sunday 
at Carnoustie Golf Links in Scotland is par 71, listed here at 6649 yards. The purse is $4.5 million. Defending champ is Sofia Popov, who won at Truen last year. Notables are Hannah Green, Aria Jutanagarn, Danielle Kane, Lydia Ko, Jessica Korda, Nelly Korda, Minji Lee, Inby Park, Sofia Popov, So Yun Ru, Yuka Sasso, Lexi Thompson. I mean, it's a major. Everybody's notable. You know, all the big players are there. Uh, this is getting prime coffee golf window, 6 to 1, 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. on the East Coast. I should be clarify. I know I get in trouble with you sometimes for not clarifying that. Uh, so it's 6 to 1, Thursday, Friday, Saturday on Golf Channel, and then it finishes noon to 2 on NBC. So prime coffee golf in Carnoustie. Pretty good. Not bad, right? You know what this is? What? This is the event of the week. I thought thought it might be that. This is Thought awesome. I love that. I love this event. Um, I'm so happy that they're they're ba- that they're playing a place like Carnoustie. That's going to be awesome. Um, you know, I have to say, you know, that we've had a lot of great opens, but Carnoustie is one of the best ones in recent memory. Um, it it it's gonna it's just gonna be fun to watch uh, different holes. I'm I'm really interested to see if they attack like hole six Hogan's Alley a little bit differently since they. You know, have a little bit more control of their golf ball. Are we going to see more balls go left off the tee there, um, or are most mm-hmm. of them going to be, or play right like the the men did? Um, that is going to be a a really great watch. I I would highly recommend everybody that can tune in. I last year I had a great time watching this event in uh, in a hospital room. You know, oh, right yeah. after our baby was born. We were up yeah. at some obscure hours and, you know, watching watching uh, women's uh, open championships. So I uh, I can't wait for this event. This is uh, this to me is top billing. OK, fantastic. Um, and I would I would commend to you uh, an article by John Huggin, Golf Digest. Of course, I must disclose I get a paycheck from there. But I did. I just read this organically, found it on the uh, Twitter, I believe. Uh, just he talked to the uh, RNA setup guy about the differences between setting up Carnoustie for a women's event for a men's event. Talked about how you know we're not going to try to trick tr- create conditions where the women are hitting the same clubs that the men would hit into these greens. Like no, no. I mean, if they're hitting longer irons, they're just as accurate. They're just as good. If they got to flight it low or they're they're hitting longer shots, that's fine. We, you know, we don't have a score in mind. We want it to play as a championship test, right? They, they don't have any score in mind. They don't have any specific, you know, these need, they need to be hitting driver wedge every time. Like the men can get away with on some holes at Carnoustie. And I thought that was sort of, it's a good read. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but a lot of real keen insight there in terms of uh, buttressing some of the, uh, you know, opinions you've had recently about watching women's golf and how it comes closer to the more, I don't know the the pure origins of for the golf nerds. Uh, more interesting to watch, certainly. Brandon Hit and run golf. versus home run derby. A little bit of that. A little bit of that. He talked about the 18th and the par threes and and wanting the 18. You know, it's an ass kicker or should be, and wanting to that to be really hard. You need two really really good shots to get home. Uh, so really good to watch Carnoustie. Uh, and just John Huggins' lead paragraph. He brought up 1990 Open Championship. He said. It was a horror show defined and defiled by the lawn thick, suspiciously verdant green grass that all but covered the ancient links. 
defiled by the rough. So 1999, of course, they, 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 we won't be having sort of a repeat of that, but they do have a couple cuts of rough. Uh, again, I, I recommend that. It, it'll be a good watch, as, as you noted. So A couple, couple tea times to note. Nelly Korda, Nasa Hadaoka, and uh, Charlie Hull. That'll be early and then late. So, you know, Friday, if you, you know, are catching that later window of uh, coffee golf, you'll catch them on Friday. You know, they'll be probably done before, you know, come finishing up before it comes on uh, in the morning. Um, you know, we got uh, we got a lot of them. Rose Zhang's in the field. She's playing with last week's winner, uh, uh, Ryan O'Toole, and then uh, also Caroline uh, Masson, Masson, Masson. Yep. Uh, yep. And so they're right after same same window. Then you got uh, pop off with Young Kim and Jessica Corda. They're on the other side okay. of the field. They split right. the quarters up on different waves. Do you think that was strategic? Trying to you know break up the synergy there. Maybe, or they're looking for a quarter. They want to try and be guaranteed a quarter on the weekend, right? In case their one side of the draw gets it wiped out, they, then they get they're breaking up. They get a quarter impact for the weekend, or one they're bettering quarter, their chances for it. One quarter is better than no quarter. Yeah, I think that's maybe the play. Um, um, you got MB go Park, you leave me no, uh, who's been playing some of the best golf of her career, and uh, Leona McGuire. Uh, afternoon, so you catch that on Friday morning or Thursday morning. Uh, okay. that will be pop off Seon Kim and Korda, or also that wave. Um, uh, Jin Young Lee Six, uh, Lizette Salas and Saganda are another pairing, you know, tons of them. Shibunu, Jutanagarn, Ernst. The I'll say Thursday morning is stacked in Amer- American time. It would be Thursday afternoon because okay. you got you've got Brooke Henderson, Sasso, and Lexi Thompson right there too. Altamore in that in that wave. So with a DD, she's playing with a DD and uh, Say Young Park. That'll be a, okay. that'll be a good. Sung Young Park. Uh, good, good. I mean, yeah, everybody's there. There will be good golf on. It will look nice. It will be good coffee golf. Um, I love this sort of- pairing. How about this, Laura Davies? God. Just the the dame, Anna Norquist, and uh, Ingrid Ling, Lindblad, the amateur, the the Swede amateur. Remember oh. her from uh, the yeah. Anwa? She's gonna yeah. she gets to play with the with Laura Davies with the legend. Interesting, interesting. Little, and there's a little bit of a game within the game here too, with it being Solheim Cup. This is the last event, uh, at least for the Euro side. Maybe not for the American. I think it's the last for both. Um, I don't know that there's a ton of close points races left anymore, but, um, you know, what are you talking about? We're in the FedEx cup season. There's tons of clo- tight about races the- all over. There's races everywhere. We've got, for we've the got raced, race to Dubai FedEx cup. We've got the corn Ferry finals. We've got, we've got Solheim cup points races. How many points races is too Rider many points, points races? Yeah. Look at all the p- races we have going on. Lots of points. Hey, I was, yeah, speak, well, I'll get to it later in Journeyman of the Week. Just the points, just watching, I was reading this guy's career profile, and like the one year he had like 54,000 points, and then the next year he had like 700, but he had a better, like just the points year to year make no sense. They just change the denominations, but anyways, there's points everywhere in, in some form or fashion or another, but what they what their actual value are remains uh, sort of nebulous. So, all right, that's your event of the week. 
the uh, LPGA's Women's Open Championship at Carnoustie, 10 years after they played it there, I think, for the first time a decade ago, 2011. Um, All right, continuing on with their schedule for the week. On the PGA Tour, we have the Northern Trust. This is Thursday through Sunday. I don't know if it's an open. It's not a championship. Is it an invitational? It's just the Northern Trust. Thursday to Sunday, Liberty National, Jersey City, New Jersey, par 71, 7,300 yards. The purse is 9.5 million hefty purse. Defending champ is Dustin Johnson. Uh, Your notables are Patrick Cantlay, Thick Boy, DJ, Brooksy, Hideki, Rory, Phil, Colin Morikow, John Rahm, Patrick Reed, Xander Shoffley, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, um, you know, the usual usual coverage, 2 to 6 p.m. on Thursday and Friday, and then a split. What about you know, Will Torres? He didn't make the cut. Didn't oh. get there. Top Why not? 30 in the world. Not a member. Oh. Not a that's member. Right. Uh somebody, I think it was uh Reitveld, I, I don't remember the name, I'm sorry, tweeted at us about the rocket bucket. He's like, I'm not a full-time listener, but am I still eligible to enter? <laughs> enter the rocket bucket, get in the, the pool. We accept all entries. Now, prizes, you may not get a prize if you're outside the continental United States because of shipping and logistics issues, but uh, everybody's welcome to enter, even if you're a member, a listener, or otherwise. And you will get the coupon code. So, uh, yeah, those are your notables. It's, you know, it's, I, I feel, uh, I think this is just, you know, anecdotal, a lack of buzz around this, even relative, even forced buzz. I'm not talking about authentic buzz. I'm talking about the forced hammer you over the head buzz that we usually get with the playoffs saying, it's the playoffs. This is, this is what it's all come down to. Like, I just feel a distinct lack of coverage and buzz from the usual suspects that try to force us down our throats. Maybe people are exhausted after the super season, after Olympics. You know, golf media has been hollowed out. You know, there's less people working. I don't know. But it just seems like the, the playoffs sort of caught up on us uh, today or this year. I, I Am I, is, do you get that sense at all? Or do you feel like we're getting the usual kind of ram down our throat? This is the playoffs and we should start caring more this week. I mean, I just think that the the super season combined with the Olympics, it just, this whole thing just seems unnecessary, to be completely honest. Like, I just, we aren't, we aren't crowning a champion of anything. What do you mean? We're just, there's just nothing, there's just a bunch of cash that's getting distributed. Yeah, and I mean that's what it is. We the, the it kind of feels are... like an end of a simulation in a way, and I know that's not true. But then, like part of it too, I think is just like you know, there's no like stake. Like you don't really feel stakes. Like it's like okay, this guy either moves on or he doesn't. But then there's guys like Zach Johnson in it, and it's like, what did Zach Johnson do this year? Do you do you remember him ever like significantly no. threatening? Oh, I don't no. either. I just looked up his his you know last year and a half. He finished uh, six at the RSM, <clears throat> and uh, he finished eighth at the Honda. The U.S. Open was part of it too, right? 
U.S. Open 2020. Yeah, Wingfoot I think is the start of it. Yeah. So you had T8 there. So you had three top six, three top tens. You had RSM Honda, and the U.S. Open. That's that's how we got. That's how we got it. Wingfoot. Yeah, T8. Huh? How about that? Uh, Continuing this theme, text from Will Knights. Full credit to Will Knights for unearthing this. Quote, it is truly amazing that Brian Gay is in the playoffs. 196th in strokes gained, 135th on the money list, has one full field top 30 on the season, and hasn't finished in the top 50 since the Honda. But here he is. It's the playoffs. Uh, So that's illustrative of your ZJ point. Um, I just, I, I, I don't know. It feels a little flat compared to recent years and where we are getting a lot of hype around it. There's nobody's talking, not that you judge an event based on press conference, but like they had like Abe answer, Matthew Wolf, Xander, Rot, like, I don't know, but nobody like Spieth and all the, all the top guns aren't even doing press conference. It's, it's just interesting. It feels like it's come up on us quickly here. Liberty national, you know, you ready it for what another? What? Kyle Stanley. Oh yeah. One sixteen. I literally I cover golf for a living, and I cannot remember Kyle Stanley being in the mix of anything. Apparently, his putting is like. I mean, his putting's always been bad, but it's been like extraordinarily bad. To where even like excellent other stuff just can't even overcome it. But I do believe. This is the strongest non-players field ever on the PGA Tour. Non-major, stronger, non-players. Stronger than the, the Charles Schwab uh, a couple of years ago, return to golf. I guess, I guess, yeah. Well, Louis the only one. What's the deal with Louis? Sounds like a neck he skips, Yeah, I assume, assume it's an injury, uh, an injury, because he skips the Olympics to focus on the Courier Cup, and now here he is backing out of uh, the week one. But he'll still be... Probably in the top 10, but whatever. The FedEx Cup critiques are what they are. Um, I did find it, in, in, you know, amusing that Data Golf, I know we talked about this. <laughs> I saw that tweet live happening. You know, only the brightest, sharpest numbers, data minds in the game, innovative, insightful minds. And they're like, hey, does anybody know like what the deal is this year? Is it quadruple points? Is it triple points? I think it was triple find... or double. It was triple, triple or double because they and they linked to the PGA Tour website, which had an article which contradicted itself, which listed both double and triple points. In the, within the article? Yes. Oh, God. That's the thing. All these websites, if you have a playoffs. You shouldn't have to do like here's how it works. And you every shouldn't have media to explain outlet, anything. Explain, yeah. there should not be any. Exp- it's a playoff. Like okay, and that's the thing. That's the problem. You can't explain to anybody how this thing works. Here's my the like the critiques and fixes. This is like an annual exercise. I would say the best and most not the best, but most exciting one and different one I heard recently was I think from a listener and from you earlier this year is like they should stagger it in a new part of the year going into the players like get those west coast i think that venues, was the canadecky win take okay okay get those west coast venues maybe a pebble a riviera a couple florida swing venues maybe you concluded at the players maybe it's the week before and the players or something else but like i don't know everybody's just like doesn't have an appetite for pga tour golf after maybe the open even you know so 
uh, I think that's kind of a, a real sort of change that I found enticing. And, and will it ever happen? No, probably not. But it would that's be kind of sweet trust. if the players was the end of it. I don't know. I don't think actually. Never mind. The players shouldn't be the end of it. They would detract from their, I don't know, their major or the whatever. The gold Pana home. Yeah, there, there would be too much overlap. You know, that'd be like, that'd be like saying the Comcast Business Tour top ten is just duplicative of the FedEx Cup when they could just sell both and have two parties. You know, so. Are you excited right. for the views this week? Sure, sure. Look, I'm not sure if you, you guys. Well, I'm not sure if you know, but it's at Liberty National this week. One thing you might not know is it was a super fun site. You're going to not hear that this week. And then the other thing you're definitely going to find out is it's got beautiful views. I, you know what I actually don't know? Uh, Tom Kite originally did it, right? And then it got, it got panned when they first went there. And then they, they like whatever that was when Slocum won. The guys didn't love it. The tour guys didn't love it. And somebody came in and did a bunch of work, right? But hey, you know, honest take, like the views are cool. Like oh, it is beautiful. interesting location. Like it's kind of wild that there's a golf course there. Um, so hey, I, I I mean that's serious. <laughs> hey, all right. Hey, give me one player you're rooting for to jump into the top seventy, and one player you're rooting against. Uh, well, now I, I kind of want Brian Gay to get in, just like this. He's eighty nine. He's not even. I mean, he's like, well, wasn't even in danger of one twenty five. Just like a total garbage season, like no top fifty since the Honda, and there like he is. A top the, fifteen moves him up for something. Second to last event of the year in the playoffs. Uh, he would be a good one. Uh, somebody I'd want to see bounced out. Nobody, I mean. What about your boy, Martin Laird? Troy Why Merritt? I want to see him. You want Troy Merritt to get knocked? I mean, Troy Merritt's not bringing much to the postseason table, the buzz, you know? I don't think Pat, that's doing What's Pat Kazire doing at 57? This is way too high. He's ruining his October. He might take Phil a dive. 58? He might take a dive, Kazire. Yeah, he wants to get out. I can't do two more weeks. I like to play. Phil at 58 having won a freaking major this year is kind of remarkable. I guess that's illustrative of it only being 100 more points than, you know, whatever yeah. else. So uh, he, he, he's got 791 FedEx Cup points, and he won 600 of them in one week. <laughs> and it's the longest season ever. That's amazing. I don't understand the buzz around that practice round game today. There was like oh. every media outlet on the ground was live tweeting it. Did I miss something on like why that was important or a thing to follow? Like, uh, why did we hey, personalities? Hey, why did we stop thirst bucket of the week? What? Why did that I don't know, just I forgot, stop? But that was but absolutely that's goes the thirst to Phil. bucket of the week. Oh, someone submitted <laughs> JT because I guess. I guess he gave a really peppy, enthusiastic tweet about. It. There's nothing better than starting the playoffs. With having won the uh, being included in the Comcast Business Tour top ten, what a great start to the playoffs! Um, so that that was kind of a thirsty swipe, but yeah, Phil, what was that all about? I I, I didn't understand why everyone was following that. Again, I think another exhibit of why there just doesn't seem to be a lot of juice going into these playoffs, or or I don't know, energy. So, 
Um, all right, you have anything else on the Northern Trust? Who do you want to see bounce in and out? Top that seventy right, top who, line. Who Make it to the Great see... Western Open at Caves Valley. Well, I feel like Roger Sloan and his family, it would really do them some good time. They get some more time on the road together. If he worked, we his neglected way in. neglected to put him in low Canuck for uh, the rocket bucket, which is terrible oversight by us. So, oh, legitimately, well. like CT Pan, you know, he finished third at the Olympics, got a bronze medal, got zero FedEx, FedEx Cup points though for that. That'd be a good one. Oh, my boy Fratelli, the frug, the frugal one. I'd love to see him jump up. And then who would I like to see play Do out? Do you think he wants to jump up? Another, you know. Week of expenses on the road. Do you think he wants to miss it? What's how does that balance out? You know, he yeah. Want to head home early. I'm Who gonna else? say I want Mar- Marty Laird to bounce out. Why? What? A, what an unnecessary drive by of the he desert. He just does it, Literally does nothing for me. All right. All right. He, he might be the least marketable player on tour. I would say Troy Merritt is well within the running for that i don't think so he's got such a bad aesthetic that it's actually good (laughs) good he's recognizable because his apparel choices are so bad like a woody austin type thing going on um all right do you think martin laird's ever had anybody stop him and been like hey you're martin laird do you think that's ever happened like, I mean, it's for probably if he's in Scottsdale. I'm saying if he's not wearing golf clothes, like if he's, yeah. like there's no way unless he's wearing khakis and like golf clothes that he would get recognized. He is, yeah. I think that that's probably a fair guess. Maybe, maybe in some hardcore golf circles, I don't know. But yes, I, that, I also want thing. one sneaky. FedEx I might not contender. recognize him myself, and I like him and watch him. But <laughs> if he was sitting at a table next to, I would no recognize good. Troy Merritt. I know that. So. I would recognize Troy Merritt. He's got yeah, some facial hair. Yeah, um, I would. Who's who's one guy that one guy that you think's just going to have a stellar postseason? I mean, just clean up the the, the postseason prize. Maybe somebody the that's coming from pool. way back, you know, that's going to surge up the... Who's this, this year's uh, Heath Slocum? Uh, I mean, I this is an honest-to-God take. <laughs> I it's not good. somebody deep down. I think the Prince of is about to go nuts and win his, maybe his third FedEx Cup. I can well, see DJ, DJ going nuts, too. Could yeah. you see that? Yeah, that could happen. Just been... Missed cuts at majors, not really been a factor. Had a little dabbled with the uh, Royal St. George's and then just all of a sudden turns it on. So, What if DJ um, doesn't win another major but wins like five more FedEx Cups? And, or WGCs. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of where he's made a lot of, a lot of hay. I, I do think Rory is about to have a, a big postseason. So. Should we do one and dones while we're on this subject? Sure. Do you think somebody's coming from deep down the pack? The Slocum special, which is also a rocket bucket question. Anybody that you could see just turd in the punch bowl, you know, the, the eight seed upsetting the one kind of thing. And the, you know, what about Alex and Oren? Is he in the playoffs? Is he yeah, a member? Ni- on 91. The PGA Tour? 91. Okay. I could just see him surging on up. Adam Shank. 
God, what did Doug Kim do this year? I'm like a Doug Kim fan, and I don't even remember any. Like, how is he in? The, he had a fifth at the American Express and eleventh, eleventh at the Zurich, and fourteenth at the Charles Schwab. That gets him to like ninety. He's eighty six. Was he okay in the at FedEx the players? Guy. And then he shot like eighty five or something. And I don't want to be mean. I've... He has one top ten finish on the season. He's eighty six. We do this every year. Andrew Putnam. Oh, I love pu- love putts. We like Putnam. We yeah. Yeah, yeah, Putnam he got iced he got iced out of uh we're Putnam pundits. <laughs> uh Brandon Hagee, don't remember him doing much this year. He's seventy fourth. Uh I know unbelievable. Uh, Cal Bears. God, Hit Doug Gim is I can't believe he's eighty seventh. I love Doug Gim. I want he's one of the you know, a few Chicagoans on tour. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the co crack territory, but you know, hey, eighty seven's pretty good. Good God. for him. The mediocrity it requires to get on into these playoffs is just astonishing. Every year yeah. it, it blows my mind. This year more than almost any other year. It is a lot better being just three, right? Given the, you know, it, it would be, better. you know, what would be awesome if it was three events and like 60 players and then it was yeah. like, okay, like all the, and, and then it started from zero. Right. That's the right. thing I think with the playoffs is, is the biggest farce of all of it is like not starting at zero. I guess, but don't you want to reward the guys who had the Why? best seasons with like what, one seed? What other playoff think- rewards? People, I mean, you get home field like, advantage. You get okay, you, so you like give them give them good year. good draws. Give them good good tea times. Good. Don't do the read the uh, late Friday or late Thursday, early Friday deal. Uh, all right, I have nothing more. We fall into the trap of talking about this event for too long. Uh, that's your Northern Trust preview. We'll talk more about it on Friday after seeing a few more of the views. Um, on the hopefully we won't go- talk about it Friday. European tour. We have the D and D Real Czech Masters. This is at Albatross Golf Club in Prague, Czech Republic. The purse is one million euros. Uh, the defending champion from two years ago is Thomas Peters, 2019. Thomas. Our notables: Ryan Fox, Podrick Harrington, Sam Horsfield, Jazzy J, Soren Keldson, Renato Perator, Henrik Stenson. Marcel Seam and Danny Willett. Whoever is doing notables is not our usual guy because they neglected to mention the boy from Bratislava is back in Central Europe, back on the continent, got a hero's welcome, even a nearby uh, neighboring Czech, the Czech masters. I saw he was doing like welcome press conferences with Stenson, the two silver, the silver medalist, Stenson and uh, Sabo, and uh, Andre Lezer, the guy who carries his clubs or push carts his clubs on the outside of his bag who is actually in fact a check and was dfl i believe at the olympics but he was getting he was doing press conferences sabo and uh stenson and leaser so that's your you real def- check masters preview you definitely don't know don't know that our guy's not doing it when toby tree's not you know mentioned <laughs> toby tree um this is looks like it's all digital. It's all streaming. Coffee golf streaming, which you know is probably appropriate with um, 
with the Women's British Open going on. But again, there are a lot of TV channels out there you could probably find for it, but whatever. Whatever you want to do, that's fine. This is European Tour. Harrington's playing over there. Is there anyone that's like in the running for a Ryder Cup spot? You know, this is where it's, it comes down to... I think this is kind of... This might be the event where Peter sort of clinched his spot in uh, 2016, right? I believe. Maybe Aaron some, uh, some out-of-the-box guys. I mean, like, you could see... What if Stenson wins? If Stenson wins, uh, I could see something like that. You got to get the Stenson-Rose pair. Is Ro- I mean, Rose is on the team, right? Is Is that happening? I mean... They've got some interesting questions with the Europeans because, like, none I of think those. He's already said that they Sergio do... and Poulter too. Like, more or less, said they're going to probably be on it. Um, yeah, there's definitely some interesting questions. Rose Stenson. Uh, yeah, there's only so many spots. The problem. Whatever. We'll do Ryder Cup roster debates. It's not another time. On the uh, continuing on the PGA Tour champions, we have the Boeing Classic. Friday to Sunday, 54-all event. They're going from Calgary to the club at Snoqualmie. Why is this at this this point? I'm just reading it in order. The club at Snoqualmie Ridge in Snoqualmie, Washington. This is actually the Boeing class. It's the only time I ever got in trouble on Golf Channel when I was on the air doing morning drive. Was They were like, what would you do for the... uh, what would you do for the playoffs? Would you change anything? I was like, they got to, they should, like, what venues would you incorporate? I was like, they got to maybe put Chambers Bay up there. Everybody suggested, but they don't have a tour event, you know, up in the Northwest, up in Washington. And I guess somebody from the tour called pissed because it was like the literal week of the Boeing Classic. Some Champions Tour guy was mad on t- that I said on TV that Washington doesn't have a tour event. So again, the Boeing Classic, figuratively, literally, no pun intended, flew right over my head. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's your champions tour notables. We don't even need to discuss it. It's eight 30 to 10 PM tape delayed. All right. Corn Ferry tour. This is a, this is a substantive event. So their playoffs, their finals. It is the Albertsons Boise open Hillcrest CC in Boise, Idaho. It is a par 71, 6,800 yards. Gotta be at altitude, right? Boise, 6,800 yards, par 71. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And boys go low, I imagine. The purse is 1 million. Defending champion is Stefan Jaeger, the GOAT. Notables, Benny Ahn, Christian Bezadenhout, Akshay Batia, Rafa Cabrera Bayo. Interesting. Fabian Gomez, Lucas Herbert, Bo Hogue, Bo Hostler, uh, Steven Jaeger, Danny Lee, Tom Lewis, Rogers, Patrick Rogers, Robbie Shelton, Justin Suh, Sahith Thagala, Camilo Vajegas. I do believe Bob McIntyre is playing in this, even though he's not a notable here. This is Thursday and Friday, the 6 to 8 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 7 to 9 p.m. This is a good watch. Late primetime, Boise. Great. You know, this isn't like the do or die event. It's one of three, but uh, it's a good I mean- watch. You get Burko and Craig Perks. It's good. The thing, too, is like with this three event, thing if you have one good week like top three top four you pretty much lock up your card like as long as you don't screw up so this is actually a a rare situation in golf where like finishes like beyond like just one finishing first matter deeply like if you finish second you're set you know you're you're in um if you pair if you put together two top 15s you're probably in 
sometimes if you just like make three cuts yeah and, and you know aren't 51st every time you're kind of you, you get in you don't have a great status but you get in so uh yeah it, it's it's the start of the three-week finals um anything else on schedule for the week got it good all yeah. set corn fairy tour good prime time event um all right continuing on news i don't have much oh, did we do one and done picks I don't think we did one and done picks. Liberty National. I'm going with Patrick Cantlay, who I haven't used yet this year, I believe. Uh, he's got Joe LaCava on the I'm back. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not in the playoffs. I'm done. I, I don't what want does to make that picks. Mean? I don't want to make picks anymore. I think most leagues reset, too. Take Doug Gim, then. Take Doug Gim. The guy he just <laughs> blasted for not being in, shouldn't even be in the field. Uh, I'm taking Cantlay. I'm going to take paid Brian. For this. We paid our own money to be in this I'm whatever out. league. I'm out. Okay. I, right. I'm like in dead last already. You're I'm abstaining. Taking, I'm taking the septic tank if, I, if push comes to shove. I'm taking my oh. guy, Sepstraka. Okay. I hope you haven't used him. News. Uh, Rom, I don't know. He, he's one of the few players to talk today. Says he doesn't understand how he had COVID. Uh, he tested once, positive once in five days, tested negative all the other four days. He's like, doesn't believe there's no way I had COVID, but he had one positive test and he was out of the Olympics. I think there were a lot of questions about how he tested positive again and said he was vaccinated, all that. So that was a, a catching up with Rom. Haven't seen him since, uh, geez, really since the open, I don't think. So, uh, and that's it. I don't have much else for news. Do you have anything for news you want to clear? All right, let's get to our journeyman. Journeyman of the week. Uh, Journeyman is the official spirits, official spirit company of the uh, shotgun start and the fried egg. They have a great contest. Listen carefully. They have a text to win sweep sweepstakes that goes through the end of August 31st. Text the word journeyman, M-A-N, singular, to 55678. You can do it every single day, once per day. You get a three-day, you're entering for a chance to win, a three-day, two-night stay at the distillery, Journeyman Distillery in Three Oaks, Michigan. And you get a round of golf at Lost Dunes Golf Club and Point of Woods. So you get two rounds of golf, three-day stay at their distillery, lodging, uh, no purchase necessary, open to residents 21 years of age or older at the time of entry. So you got to be 21 when you're texting away. Um, again, text the word Journeyman to 55678. Uh you know, they are the official sponsor. We've gotten big into bourbon during the pandemic. A little bang for your buck. Uh, I love some of their Featherbone bourbon. I like their Silver Cross because you get a portion of the proceeds go to the Evans Scholar and the first tee. The uh, owner, Bill Welter, is a golfer, played college golf, designed a, you know, as we've talked about, a, a 30,000 square foot putting green on the back of the distillery, a putting course, I should say. Uh, so, you know, hard liquor. Putting, putting course, free sweepstakes, support the shotgun start. They're in 25 states. They're going to be in 41. If you're in the market for hard liquor, these are listeners. They're golf nuts, and uh, they're good people. So this is if, if you're in the market for hard liquor, seek out Journeyman. Journeyman. Right? They're your Their sp- website they're... is journeymandistillery.com if you need to find out if it's in your state or near you within your state. So that's how I found uh the one up the street from me. I was surprised. It was right down the street. All right. Our journeyman of the week is Tim Wilkinson. Tim. Not to be confused with Big Daddy Wilkinson. You remember Big Daddy? 
Were you too young for Big Daddy? Oh, I remember Big Daddy. Ohio. Yeah, he, he played. Uh, he was on the Redskins too, pick. right? Yeah, number one overall pick, I think, of the Bengals. Big Daddy Wilkinson. I, that's I don't know. I see that yeah. name every time. I just have to put Big Daddy in front of it. Uh, Did he Tim play? Wilkinson. Was he on the Patriots too? Didn't did he have a stint on the Patriots? He might have been. Yeah, he might have. I just I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was probably ten years old. I remember him being this hot prospect from Ohio State. But yeah, Tim is not Big Daddy. He's five He's eight. He's a little guy. Yeah. Although, a kiwi. Sitting at, sitting at your computer now, you can Google him. Just an enormous hat. He is in the running against Big Bill Reavy. I think someone sent us to this in the past. It's just an outrageous hat oh on, my on God. top of <laughs> on top of his five eight frame. Kiwi. What's, tr- uh, what's true tankless? What do you think I don't they know. do? I don't know. He's 43. He finished the year 205th. He accrued 85 FedEx Cup points and 16 starts in this super season. So he's not in the KFT finals. He's sort of in this no man's land, finished at 205. He is really out there journeying through the woods. We may not see him again. I don't know. But Tim Wilkinson is our journeyman of the week. FedEx Finals. There's not a lot of info on Tim Wilkinson. He's well, yeah, he's not. He's 205. He's not in the KFT. He's not in the FedEx. He got 85 points. God, um, the hat's so ridiculous. It's huge. Play. He's played all this year on the edge of like alternate status. Like he would get in as an alternate, or he got into some like he got into the Nelson um, because he was. His exemption was a 2018-19 FedEx Cup points list slash 2019 Corn Ferry Tour category, and he was reordered based on you know the FedEx Cup points. He was basically got 16 starts this year because he came 24th in points on the KFT regular season 2019. So like basically two years ago, he came in 24th on the KFT. So he made seven cuts and 16 starts. He uh, made 160 grand. His best result was a T27 at the Puerto Rico Open. So not, you know, crushing it this year. A little bit more on uh, Tim, little Tim Wilkinson. He's 43 now. He went to St. Peter's College, which I thought maybe was the New Jersey one, but it's absolutely the one back home in Palmerston North, New Zealand. He's a Kiwi. He turned pro in 2003. Uh Joined the KFT. I think he got to the KFT in 05. Became a PGA, full-time PGA, I believe, in 08. Out of Q school. What would you guess Tim Wilkinson's career earnings are? Like, he's been up and down. Here's Let me give you starts. I mean, let me give you starts. I, Corn Ferry Tour. He has 210 Corn Ferry Tour starts. He has 194 PGA Tour starts. So, less than 200 on the big tour. I'm going to guess 8.3 million. Not quite. 5.3. Almost 5.4. He made, of those of that, he's got like a million, over a million on the KFT tour because he's made 200-some starts on the KFT. Just up and down, up and down. Uh, he had a website, timwilkinsongolf.com. You'll be surprised to hear that is no longer, that is defunct. You cannot go there to find facts and information on Tim Wilkinson or updates. Personal. This is good. This is from the PGA Tour.com. His favorite course to play is St. Andrews. Doesn't say anything more than that, which leaves you quite in the dark. His favorite course to play is St. Andrews. 
So you don't know. Is it Torrance? Is it Fairmount? Is it old? We have no idea. I mean, this is PGATour.com. They recently said Tom Fazio designed Augusta National. So the the fact that they're not clarifying what St. Andrews, who knows what his favorite is. I mean, Barry Barry Sakuma just made this mistake recently. Yeah, showed up at the wrong wrong St. Andrews. Uh, He learned the game by hitting a six iron around the playground at his old school. He broke par at the age of 18. His superstition, or age of 15, I should say, first broke par. His superstitions are, quote, whatever worked the day before, which is kind of a punt, to be honest. That's not really a superstition. Like, you're just getting out of the question there. Um, His favorite TV show is South Park. Dave Chappelle is his favorite entertainer. He enjoys track and field. Uh, his aspirations, which again, aren't, aren't, I don't quite get. His aspirations include getting into business one day. What does that mean? What kind of business? Just generally business? Getting into it one day? I don't know. We'll see where he journeys next. Maybe this is the chance to do that. Um, he's naturally right-handed, but plays golf left-handed. Which is, you know, a common thing that that's, you know, Phil Mickelson infamously does that. His special interests, or really like unspecial, ordinary interests, are fitness, movies, and sports. I got one other one that I just are not special. I just unearthed one reading a quick little New Zealand. I think I know where you're going. Coins. (laughs) Yes. I read every little bit of Tim Wilkinson that I could find on the freaking internet. There's not a lot. It's pretty sad. I remember. No, I was there's gonna, not. I was gonna do him. For, I was gonna do something on him for, like, uh, you know, what what, what was that segment we used to do? Feature groups. Or Fla- yeah, fan vote Friday, <laughs> Junior. And I was thinking I was gonna do Tim Wilkinson. And I I abandoned the search after about thirty minutes. It's like there's nothing on this guy. There isn't a lot. But yeah, he, did, he is a coin collector, allegedly. Um, here's what he said. To some of... Uh, this is... He goes, I rent a house in Arizona for the most part. This is from, I think, 2007 when he was like first out on the Pro New Zealand article. I think he was the only New Zealander on the PGA Tour at the time. I think there were a few on KFT. Um, he goes, I'm a normal guy. I rent a house in Arizona for the most part of the year and I don't own a holiday home there, he said. I've got an American girlfriend, but who knows how that relationship will progress. Which, you know, if you're the girlfriend reading that in the newspaper, that's ominous. That's not a great sign. Who knows how that will progress? He didn't sound real confident in 07. Maybe they lived, Maybe this is a woman he married. But again, that's quite a quote to give to the newspaper. Essentially, I'm just a normal guy and I'm not a big spender. Uh, there's a lot of pressure associated with being a professional golfer, but he just kind of said he likes to hang out with Peter Lonard. I don't have to camp in a car and eat fried rice out of polystyrene cups. So on the PGA Tour, I'm pretty lucky, which is why I've never thrown my clubs when I've been angry at myself. It's not all about playing, eating, and sleeping golf. So he goes, Monday tournament week, I go to the course, go back, hotel, hang out, and socialize with friends. Doesn't really feel like he has to practice all the day, uh, all the live long day. Um, So 08 is his career year. He is rookie year, I think. Valero, Texas Open. He had four rounds in the 60s. He finished runner-up to the aforementioned Zach Johnson. That's really his only notable sort of close call. Runner-up to Zach Johnson at the Texas Open. At the Zurich, New Orleans, he got in third. Uh, and Puerto Rico, uh, uh, yeah, Puerto Rico had another high finish. 08 rookie year. 09, Heritage. He played his way into the final group. 
And there was a big article about how he grew up playing in the wind at, at New Zealand. He's a great wind player. He hits low. He's not a bomber. He like he hits low, low wind runner shots. Um, and so they thought he had a shot at Heritage. But then he played in the final group with Brian Gay. Oh. So like Miller Barber watching uh, Johnny Miller at Oakmont in 1973. There was uh, little Tim Wilkinson watching Brian Gay go for his double-digit 10-shot win at the uh, Heritage on the Calabogie Sound. So um, what I found interesting was like his coach. I read an old article from his coach. He goes, he excels at the harder courses on the PGA Tour. He's not suited to the Nationwide Tour because he's got to find a way to get back on the PGA Tour. Um, this is 2011. Pretty interesting, you know, 10-year window. With Things have changed on the Nationwide Tour, as Coach said, with young players hitting it as hard as they can now and, do not, and not caring if it goes wide. The courses have been made much longer as a result, and Wilkinson can't hang up. Hang. And Danny Lee had just come onto the scene, and he was hitting it farther as a Kiwi, while Wilkinson was just kind of poofing it out there a little bit with his big bill. But I, what I found interesting, though, is like he's up and down, up and down, back and forth, no real distinction. He's made, he played in two U.S. Opens, Oakmont in 16 and Shinnecock in 18. Those are his only major championships. But if he loves to play in the wind, he like can't really stick on tour. It's become too long a game. Wouldn't he try maybe the European tour? Maybe. Wouldn't you, I guess he just got settled. The Kiwi got settled in, in, in the States. I mean, you play for like, you know, seven times the amount of money on the PGA Tour. That's true. He's made $5 million. And also the European Tour isn't exactly the Lynx golf or wind golf no. outside he, of like... He's probably month, afraid of going weeks. to play uh, at DLF. Valde. Yeah. yeah. So that's Tim Wilkinson. I got a bunch more stats, but... You know, he's made, I think he got, he, he's made the FedEx Cup playoffs in 08 and 19, and that's it. He finished career best 119th in the FedEx Cup standings. He is a true journeyman, been around since 03 when he turned pro. I don't know where he's headed now, though. He's not in the finals. He's not in the, obviously, FedEx Cup tour. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Guy who, little lefty, maybe just got, nuked out of the distance era uh or just didn't didn't have it to really anyways to begin with so that's our journeyman of the week tim wilkinson you know while he's shipping he's got he's going back to q school oh that's right to kftq right yeah he's got to play yeah he's he's a regular i mean it's the classic case of like one year on one year off one year on one year off and never really you know doing a ton of stuff on the PGA Tour. So, All right, Journeyman of the Week, Tim Wilkinson. Thanks to Journeyman for sponsoring that segment. Again, text Journeyman to 55678 to enter that uh, giveaway sweepstakes. All right, that's your Wednesday episode. All right. Everyone, enjoy your week. We'll be back with you on Friday to check in on uh, all the happenings.